0: Hey there! If you're anything like me, you have dreams you want to make reality or goals you want to achieve. But let's face it, time is not on your side. You're busy, you're tired, and when in the world would you carve out the amount of time you would need to achieve anything above and beyond the day-to-day load you're already carrying? Welcome to Mom on the Fringe. I am your host, Amy Matthews-Mootville. I'm a busy mom of three young children, an entrepreneur, singer, voice teacher, and lover of any old piece of furniture that needs restoration. I am here to support you, encourage you, and give you tactical tips and tools to help you find those hidden pockets of time in your busy week and use that time to your advantage. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to Mom on the Fringe. I'm excited about today because we're talking about the fact that you do have time. You're just not using it. When I record this podcast, I try to imagine that we're good friends sitting over coffee just talking about how fast our kids are growing before our very eyes We're sharing all those cute things our kids are coming up with and also struggles of trying to keep it all together while juggling laundry and meals and kids' activities and volunteering at the kids' schools, work, and, oh, yeah, our marriage. (laughs) Somewhere along the way, we get to talking about the fact that you wish you could read more often, figure out a good workout routine. And eventually, maybe even take up painting again, because that's what you used to do. But there's just no time left over in your day. When I tell you my story about how I discovered I had time built into my day already, but I just wasn't using it, you look down at your coffee with an unbelieving smile as you think to yourself, (laughs) she just doesn't know my life. I'm busy. I've got a lot on my plate. I don't have time for anything I want or need. Well, while that may be true, I have personally discovered that I actually do have time in my day that I was either not recognizing as actual time or I was using that time for other things unconsciously. Let's talk first about the time we all have that we're not recognizing. It's time we would normally maybe be sleeping, or time when we're in the car driving somewhere. Maybe it's time when we're cleaning the house, waiting in line, or folding laundry. In other words, it's dead time. It's time where our bodies are doing one thing, but our minds could be doing something else. Usually that time is spent doing something or thinking something unconsciously. And so we're not doing things that we could be doing during that time. I discovered this kind of time while I worked at Apple. I had to wake up every morning at 3.30 a.m. to be at my job by 5 a.m., which is a time I'd normally be sleeping. It took about three weeks for my body to adjust to this ungodly hour. It would take me a couple of hours in the morning to really wake up after I got to work. And by mid-afternoon, I was a zombie. But after three weeks, something magical happened. My eyes started popping open at 3.30 a.m. I would drive to work and feel like I was not going to die. And I was no longer feeling that afternoon slump that I had been having. And believe it or not, I actually felt better than I'd felt before. The other part of this was I also started going to bed earlier out of necessity. And I would use the time I had more efficiently to get things done because I knew I had a limited amount of energy and needed to be in bed earlier. The other cool thing was while I was at work, I was able to listen to whatever I wanted on my headphones since the job itself was fairly mundane and didn't require me to communicate with anyone very often. At first, I did what everyone else was doing, and I just listened to music. But soon I started discovering podcasts and audiobooks and realized I could literally learn anything and take my mind to far off places while I was doing a job that wasn't particularly stimulating or enjoyable. So basically, I turned a boring task into something that inspired and motivated me. The other kind of time we have at our disposal is time we are unconsciously, almost like robots using for other things. For instance, when I wake up at 3.30 and I go to the kitchen to make my coffee, I could either grab my phone and scroll Instagram and Facebook and get sucked into that for 30 or 45 minutes. And you can tell I've done that. (laughs) <laughs> or I could grab a book and immediately start reading a chapter of something inspiring. I could be praying during that quiet hour instead of checking emails. I could be jumping on my treadmill with an audiobook instead of turning on the TV or opening my computer. The choice is mine. When people tell me they wish they had more time to read, I immediately think of these passive moments of time where we habitually do one thing when we could be easily doing another. And these habits aren't so easy to break, right? Have you ever noticed how you instinctively go for your phone and just get sucked into it? What started out as a tool that we could use for our advantage of saving time has actually become our master and is costing us in being wise and efficient with our time. What's interesting about this, though, to me, is this issue of time management is not new to our generation of technologically savvy and addicted people. I love the verse in Ephesians 5 that says we are to walk not as unwise people, but as wise, redeeming or making the most of our time because the days are evil. If you've been around for even a little while, you realize that we don't have long on this earth. Our time is valuable, and it's important that we actually do something with it that has meaning. This was also a struggle for the Ephesians in ancient Greece. Just like we get preoccupied with our phones and activities that really don't move us forward or do anything for our lives, They, too, struggled with the same issues and needed to be redirected to turn their eyes on what matters most. Now, while I have no intention of preaching a sermon here, I just want to point out that we are not the first, nor will we be the last generation who suffers from distraction and doesn't utilize our time wisely. Here's what I really want to drive home to you today. There is true richness in the most precious kind of gold in snapping out of our social media-induced trance and experiencing life by being able to be present and focused on the moment we are in. Now, I briefly mentioned in our first episode that I've been greatly influenced by a number of books. And one in particular was a book my dad discovered and gave to me called The Slight Edge. He had actually been to a conference and heard the author speak and was so blown away by it that he bought up a bunch of his books and gave them out. Now, I don't tell you this so you can run out and buy the book, to be honest, It's a pretty tedious read and not one I expect any of my friends are going to sit down and enjoy during their coveted free time. (laughs) But the gist of the book is that we can accomplish great things in our lives by consistently carving out small amounts of time and creating habits we do no matter what. The author, Jeff Olson, says that we won't necessarily notice much if we do something one day, two days, or even over a period of several weeks. But eventually, those small habits will become monumental over a long period of time and literally transform our lives. Now, he says the same is true for bad habits that we do every day as well. We may not notice a difference, for instance, if we don't do something one day, but over a period of weeks and months and years, those bad habits will cause our lives to look much different than we had originally hoped they would look. Have I lost you all yet? What this means from a practical standpoint is if we set aside 20 minutes every day, for instance, to spend time with God by getting up early, that adds up to 100 minutes a week, 400 minutes a month, and 4,800 minutes a year. Imagine what our spiritual life would look like if we did that. Now, also, if we spent 30 minutes exercising every day, we would have 210 minutes in per week, 840 minutes a month, and 10,080 minutes a year. Imagine how good we'd feel and how much of that baby weight we'd be able to get off in that amount of time. They say we overestimate how much we can accomplish in a short time, and underestimate the amount of things we can accomplish over a long period of time. I could also add time working on our business, time spent in quality time with our husbands, time to create, or time just to breathe, or meditate, or do anything that would give us life. But I think you get the point. There are so many things we can do there. While I was preparing this episode, I just looked to see how many minutes that each of us spends on average per day on social media. (laughs) And the results were sobering. Um, Reports from Facebook showed a staggering 40 minutes per person per day that we spend on Facebook. Instagram is right behind at 35 minutes. Now, that's actually... A little bit of an old um, research that's, I think, from a year or two ago. So I bet you that it's probably a little bit more now. So that means if you're on Facebook and Instagram, you're spending an average of 75 minutes of your day on social media. 75 minutes. Let that sink in. So that means over an average lifetime, this comes out to over five years that we're spending just scrolling our news feeds, just looking to see what so-and-so did for their vacation. Isn't that crazy? And that doesn't even begin to cover the time we waste doing other things like texting, watching TV, I will not name the rest because you can think of those things on your own. So I don't say any of this to blame social media or tell you that you should never binge on Netflix. Those things are fun. And I think when they're done within a reasonable framework, they can be enjoyable and entertaining. I'm certainly not advocating absence from all these things that are a waste of time because, hey, we're human. We need to rest our minds too, Right. We can't be learning and growing every minute of every day. But I'm saying this to you. If you feel overwhelmed by the lack of time you have, just take a moment this week and see what you can cut out. Wake up an hour early. Go to sleep an hour later. Turn off the phone. Give yourself a TV-free night. Go hide in a closet. (laughs) ask your husband to keep an eye on your kids and go sit in a cafe or even in your car. Can you tell I've done this (laughs) and plan that time out to be doing something meaningful that fills you and pushes you forward toward your goals. That short amount of time will add up to something that will propel you even closer to your dreams and breathe new life in you that you also didn't know you had. And I promise you, you'll be glad you did it. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you can share with me ways that this episode might have helped you or ways that you can think a little bit differently about your time. There's so much more that I can add to this, but I want to keep it short and sweet. And I want this to be applicable to your daily life. Please Take a moment to review me and review this episode and let me know what you're thinking. Would love to hear from you. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to this podcast episode. It means so much for me. And please don't forget to leave a review. Till next time. Bye-bye.